Quite a show in New York City today. Obviously, former U.S. President Donald Trump faced a judge in New York City as he was formally arraigned on business fraud charges. Now, this all had to do with hush money payments allegedly made to women who said that uh, she had sexual affairs with him. So uh, let's get into all of the details and what we think might happen next with our guest, Washington correspondent for Global News, Reggie Cicchini. Reggie, always good to talk to you. Thanks for making the time. Good afternoon. I know this is a very busy day for you. Obviously, there is a lot going on. Uh, before we get to the, the nitty-gritty details of, of um, Donald Trump pleading, of course, not guilty to 34 felonies, there was a huge increase in police presence uh, anticipated for what was going to be a very dramatic moment in New York City. Was it needed? Uh I don't know if it was needed. I mean, it was very visible. We could see the police walking around um, at, a, at a fairly regular clip. Uh, but ultimately, the protests were fairly contained to the park across the street from the courthouse. They had shut down the street in front of the courthouse. And there were some barricades up at Trump Tower on Fifth Avenue. But ultimately, there was no real concern. There were some scur- uh, some uh, some scuffles that I saw break out. And there was some uh, harassing of members of the media. But ultimately... Following a comment from the mayor of New York yesterday that people should uh, behave themselves when they're on the streets, uh, there was some caution that was taken, but ultimately it wasn't needed. How did Donald Trump himself seem and what did we hear from him? This is the first time that he's been charged personally with anything criminal. Yeah, I mean, look, the former president was stoic. He was stone faced as he was sitting in uh, that courthouse. He gave a couple of waves to the cameras, to his supporters uh, right before he walked in. But the moment he walked through that door, he was a person in custody of New York police. And the photos that came out, there were no cameras allowed except for some still photographers uh, that that captured the moments that Donald Trump was uh, finding out what the charges were that were laid against him. Uh, and he was stone-faced. He had very little emotion outside of what looked like some anger uh, as he stared kind of towards the judge and towards the cameras. But this is a moment Trump is not used to. It's a moment where he no longer is able to control the narrative. Reggie, can you speak to those charges? We know there's 34 felony counts of falsifying business records. What details do we know? And that also lead towards com- conspiracy. This is what we're understanding now uh, that this indictment has been not only presented to the former president, but made public as well. The New York district attorney is alleging that uh, un- that this goes far beyond just Stormy Daniels, that this was an attempt uh, by a number of people to pay people off that potentially may have stories that would be damaging towards Donald Trump heading into the 2016 uh, election. And the prosecution argues that this was part of a conspiracy to influence the 2016 campaign uh, and involves Stormy Daniels, another woman, a potential doorman at Trump Tower who had damaging information, allegedly, uh, that was also paid off. And the New York DA says, look, The way that this was done, the information that was put onto the books, it was cooked. uh, And because of that, they say that this was a crime to conceal another crime, possibly the campaign finance violation. Mm, It's deep, it's intricate, and it's difficult to understand. But ultimately, it is damaging to the former president. Now, uh, let's talk about the plea. He pleaded not guilty to all 34 felonies, right, Reggie? He did plead not guilty, yes. So where do we then go with this all next? Now, he's off to to Mar-a-Lago, and he is expected to speak there. Who's going to be there, and how do we expect that this is going to influence or affect his his campaign for uh, presidency of 2024? 
Yeah. And, and look, the former president left New York uh, at a fairly quick clip and then was on his plane. He landed uh, just over an hour ago and was greeted by uh, Republican allies, including Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy, uh, who, who, who is now headed to Mar-a-Lago with the former president. A speech is expected sometime uh, within the next half an hour. And this is going to be a rallying cry to get the base back on his side, a base that is already fired up and angry that these charges have been laid against this former president that they still believe to be the leader of the Republican Party. They see this as an unprecedented weaponization of the Justice Department. And that is something that we may hear from the former president as he speaks not only to the base tonight and to the country tonight, but in the weeks and months ahead, because there was no gag order put in place by this judge, just a stern warning for Trump to not use any kind of language that would be seen as inflammatory. So he may be able to use this to his political advantage, at least in the short term, whether he's able to carry that in the long term or political baggage, legal baggage starts to slow him down. That's something that we have to wait and see. It's interesting that there was no gag order uh, issued on this and that he is still allowed to speak. Why? Can you can you highlight maybe why that might have been the case? So, so look, gag orders are not uncommon. Uh, there was a case involving a former member of Trump's inner circle, Roger Stone, where a gag order was put in place. Uh, but this judge didn't seem that feel the need to, to go forward with that, uh, possibly because Trump is a presidential candidate and there is a broader uh, uh, kind of desire by the public to get some transparency and insight into somebody that they may be voting for. So just that stern warning was given. And I will say that warning to not use inflammatory language was presented to both sides to ensure that both Democrats or at least inside the DA's office and, and members of the DA's office are also not putting things out there that could incite some kind of outrage on the streets. But with Trump able to talk now, we'll have to wait to see if he's able to toe that line or tread those kind of difficult waters in ensuring that he doesn't do something that gets himself on the wrong side of the court. I, I can only imagine what the atmosphere is like there, Reggie, reporting from the from the scene where this is all unfolded. Uh, it sounds like it's a little bit dramatic behind you. We're expected to hear from President Trump, or for, excuse me, former U.S. President Trump uh, very soon from Mar-a-Lago. And we'll, uh, we'll all be waiting to see how this soap opera continues to unfold. Reggie, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Thank you. That's Reggie Cicchini, Washington correspondent for Global News, talking, of course, about Donald Trump pleading not guilty in this historic, very historic indictment. He pleaded not guilty to 34 felonies and how this is going to influence and affect his upcoming campaign. I mean, it's certainly not going to put a stop to it. You know that he's going to use this to put some kind of a, a spin, a, a victimization spin on it as well. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to keep watching how this all unfolds.